you. We give you praise. We celebrate you, Lord, our God. Thank you for this Sunday service, 25th day in the month of April, Sunday, 2021. We want to bless your name and celebrate you because indeed you are a good God. As we begin to study your word at this hour, we ask for the wisdom of God, utterance of the Holy Spirit, and that understanding be granted unto those of us that hear and those of us that speak. Lord, we thank you that everyone shall receive of their portion this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, we began to study, talk about two things last Sunday. Talk about the, um, the, 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 the work of a disciple and also the fruit of discipleship. We said that the work of a disciple is summarized in three things. What are they? The preaching, the teaching, and the healing. Praise God. And we also said that the fruit of disciple is in what? The fruit of disciple is what? Is in human beings. The fruit of discipleship is human beings. That is, the human beings that are preached to, the ones that are taught in the principles of the kingdom and the people that are healed of sicknesses, disease, and are living in health. Praise God. So these are the summary of what we studied last Sunday. And um, today we want to move to the next level. Remember we said there are three things about discipleship we are looking at this month. First of all, the work of a disciple, the fruit of a disciple, and the lifestyle of a disciple. Today, as we conclude on this discipleship month, we want to take a look at the lifestyle of a disciple. Praise God. We're looking at the lifestyle of a disciple. Now, you must know that the lifestyle of a disciple, the lifestyle of a disciple, lifestyle is a way of life. Lifestyle is what? Lifestyle is a way of life. That is the life you live on a daily basis. That's your lifestyle. Now, you are a Christian or you are a disciple, as we say, 247. What does 247 mean? Every 24 hours of the day, seven days of the week. So you are a Christian. It's not that I'm a Christian on Sunday, on Monday, I'm something else. Hmm? Or you are a disciple on Sunday, on Monday you are something else. So you are a disciple two, four, seven. What it means is that your life should reflect who you are. If you are a disciple, it means you have to live the life of a disciple. Praise God. So you live by what you believe or what people call you. You live by what? What you believe or by what people call you. Now, Jesus called us what? What did Jesus call us? He's what? He called us his disciples. Then what did the world call us? The world called us what? Christians. See? The world saw us doing certain things that are associated with the way Jesus did. Therefore, they called us what? Christians. So the world gave us a name because of what they saw us do. Amen? Praise God. The world gave us a name. What is that name? 
Christians. Why did they give us the name? Because of what they saw us do, how they saw us live. So they say, these ones must be what? Christians. But Jesus called us his what? Disciples. Because of who we are. He called us disciples because of who we are. By reason of a new life we received in Christ through him. We received in him. By the reason of the fact that we become children of God or born again. Or we are people who are going to be part of the kingdom of God. He called us what? Disciples. Now, the world did not and do not see the totality of us. Does the world know everything about you? They only saw part of you. Just what you do. Because of that, they give you a name. Just like if you be going on the road, someone will say, this is a bad boy. And because of they say, this boy might be a stupid boy. Maybe because of what he see you doing. But it doesn't mean that you're a stupid person. Just because of what he saw. So he doesn't know you completely. So that's the same thing that happens. The world saw us doing certain things, and because of that, they called us what? Christian. But the world does not know us completely. So they saw what what did they see in us? They saw us being nice people, peaceful, caring, loving, accommodating, people who don't like corruption, who don't like material things, and they're always talking about salvation. We're always talking about receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So those days, remember those days, these are not the things that people are talking about. People we are trying, everybody wants to grab what they can grab. People we are angry with each other. People didn't care about anybody. But they saw a different people who we are just nice. If you slap them here, they'll say, yeah, slap me here. They say, these ones are different. So people who are caring, who we are loving, who, are, who didn't like corruption, who speak against corruption, who do are not materialistic. So they now say, these ones must be Christians because they're acting like one man that we know who has died. Praise God. So they call us what? Christians. So these are the things they saw and they heard us do. They heard us talking about receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. So but Jesus Christ, you know, by this time, Jesus Christ had already begun. So they saw a different kind of people who we are acting like him. Praise God. Who we are doing the same thing that he did. So they called us what? Christians. Which means what? People who are living like Christ. Or who are following the lifestyle of who? Christ. So that is what they saw. So the name that we bear came out of what the people saw. Praise God. They saw you writing. They say you are a writer. Hmm? They saw you dancing. They say you are what? A dancer. Praise God. You know many people have names in the world because of what they do. Is it not true? If you are a reader, they say you are. If you are a writer, they say. If you write, they say you are a writer. If you sing, they say you are a singer. It's the same thing happening in the world today. So people give you name based on what you do. But see, that is not completely who you are. Praise God. So I want you to take note of that. In other words, the world gave us a name because of how they saw us and perceived us. Even those who are sleeping. The world saw you sleeping, they say you are a sleeper. Praise God. The world saw you what? Sleeping, they say you are a sleeper. Praise God. 
But the world does not know us in full. So their description of us is not complete. They only know us in, in half. They saw us doing good things. They said this world will be Christ. The world does not know us in full. The world does not know us. Does not know us in full. They know us in what? They know us in part. The world knows us in part. And so from what they know about us, they give us name. Praise God. But remember, we are talking about disciples. We are more than Christians. Praise God. You are more than what? Say, I'm more than a Christian. You are more than a Christian. Even though that's what people have been calling you all over, they say, who are you? Even when they ask you, they say, I'm a Christian. It's not what you say. But you are more than a Christian. You are more than someone who just does good, does nice things. You are more than that. You are a... You are what? A... You are a disciple. Praise God. You are a disciple. You are a disciple. Hallelujah. Say, I'm more than a disciple. I'm more than a Christian. You are more than a Christian. You are what? A disciple. So disciples are kingdom people. Take note. Who are disciples? Disciples are kingdom people. You're going to see how it works. Disciples are what? Kingdom people. Because if you're just a Christian, that means you're just a nice man. What? A nice person who is peaceful, who is kind, who has corruption, but you are more than that. Say, I'm more than that. I'm a kingdom person. Praise God. Let me show you something about it because it's important you know, because if you don't know, you just say, oh, because in, the, in the, my office, they see I don't lie, I don't cheat. So that, therefore, I'm a Christian. You are more than that. You are more than that. First, in John chapter 3, verse 3 and 5. John chapter 3, verse 3 and 5. It says, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, or I say unto thee, I'm reading from King James, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Remember, connect being born again and kingdom of God. Praise God. Connect what? Being born again and kingdom of God. Praise God. Verse 5, it says, And verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God, kingdom of God. See the kingdom, enter the kingdom. See the kingdom, enter the kingdom. Praise God. Therefore, being born again is an admittance into the kingdom of God. Praise God. Being born again is what? Being born again admits you into the kingdom of what? Being born again. Being born again. Being born 
again, admits you into the, the kingdom. If you enter the kingdom, where are you? You become a what? A kingdom person. Is not true? If you are in if you are in Nigeria, you become a Nigerian. Is not true? So if you are born again, you become what? A kingdom person. So being born again means being admitted into the kingdom. You become a kingdom, you become a king. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even though we live in this world, yes, I have a question. What is it? And you can take citizenship. That is why all of us who are born in this world, hmm, we now took citizenship of heaven, of the kingdom of God, by being born again. So in the same thing in the physical world, if you are born in America, you come to Nigeria, what you come in Nigeria, you take up the citizenship of what? Nigeria. That's the way it is. So being bo everyone who was born in this world as a sinner, if you want to be part of the kingdom of God, you become what? Born again, so that you can become a citizen of the kingdom of God. Do you get it now? Praise God. So being born again is an admission into the kingdom of God. Praise God. So now, Bible says in First Peter chapter two verse nine, say you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Praise God. So you are what? A chosen. You are a royal person. Royalty has to do with what? Kingship. Praise God. Royalty has to do with what? Kingship. Praise God. Royalty has to do with what? Kingship. You say you are a chosen generation. Kingdom is about the king and his dominion. Kingdom is about what? Kingdom is about the king and his dominion. So you can always write that. Kingdom is about the king and his dominion. Kingdom is equal to king. It's about king and what? Dominion. His dominion. Kingdom is about the king and his dominion. Praise God. Hallelujah. So take note. So what does a king do in his dominion? What does a king do in his dominion? Remember we are saying that a disciple is what? A kingdom person. Praise God. A disciple is a kingdom person. A disciple is a kingdom personality. Let's put it that way. A disciple is a kingdom personality. A disciple. A disciple is a kingdom kingdom personality. Praise God. This is important. That's why I say you are more than a Christian. If you go out today and tell somebody I'm more than a Christian, the person says, who are you? The person will not understand. Tell the person you are what? A kingdom personality. Jesus called us his disciples, which means he sees us as his kingdom personalities. It is how he sees us that is more important than how the world sees us. Praise God. Why? Because you see, the world saw us doing something, so they gave us a name. The Bible did not call us Christians. 
It is the people in the world that call us what? Christians. So, because if we are his disciples and he sees us as kingdom personalities, what then should be the lifestyle or rather, what should be our lifestyle in this world as his kingdom personalities or as his disciples? If Jesus sees us as his disciples or if we call us his disciples and he sees us as what? Kingdom personalities. And we are in this world. How then, what then should be our lifestyle as disciples in this world? That is all we are trying to find out. Let's take a look at John chapter 15 verse 8. Open your Bible to John 15 verse 8. John 15 verse 8. And Jesus said, John 15 verse 8, Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so that ye be my disciples. I'll take it one more time. Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Jesus said that the Father is glorified when we produce much fruit. Remember fruit, not fruits. Is it in your Bible? Is it fruits in your Bible? It says fruit. That is singular. Praise God. He didn't say fruits. Eh? Singular. He didn't say produce much fruits. He said produce what? Fruit. Why is this so? What is that fruit? My Father is glorified when you bear much fruit. What is the fruit? What is the fruit? That is not the fruit. What is the fruit? Fruit is the human beings. The human beings that are saved. Hmm? The human beings that are saved through us. That we teach the kingdom principles, and that are healed and are living healthy because of us. Do you get it now? That's the fruit. The fruit is what human beings. Praise God. It is this that makes our discipleship confirmed. He said, when you produce this fruit, then are you my disciples. Then are you what? You shall be my disciples when you produce this fruit. Even though you have become a member of this kingdom. But there's something else you need to keep doing. Living the life of someone who is in the kingdom. So, our God is very much interested in human beings. Praise God. Why? Because human beings are the crown of his creation. Human beings are what? The crown of God's creation. God made animals. He made the plants. He made the oceans. He made the heavens and the earth, but we are the crown of his creation. So God is interested in human beings. Praise God. So anything that affects the life of human beings, God is interested. And that was why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to come and save human beings. He didn't come to save animals. He didn't come to save trees. Praise God. Jesus did not come to save the oceans. He came to save who? He did not die for animals. Jesus did not die for cows. He didn't die for pigeons. He didn't die for goats. He didn't die for what else? 
die for any of those. He died for human beings. Because human beings are the crown of God's creation. So therefore, the lifestyle of a disciple is wrapped around human beings. That is, preaching to human beings, helping them to get saved, and healing them so that they can stay healthy. Praise God. Because as long as people are healthy, God is delighted. As long as people are happy, God is happy. God wants people to be what? Happy. Praise God. Children, wake that person that's sleeping. Praise God. As long as God is, is, as long as human beings are happy, God is happy. Praise God. If human beings are not happy, God is not because human beings are the crown of his word creation. So this is what kingdom lifestyle is all about. What is it? It's about living the lives that brings people to the, into the kingdom. So if a king, for example, if a king does not know what his primary responsibility is, now, okay, let me ask you again. What is the primary responsibility of a disciple? What is the primary assignment of a disciple? Or the, the primary work of a disciple? What is it? What are they? Now, this is the primary responsibility. Does it mean he does not have any other thing to do? He has other things to do, but he must cook. He must go to farm. I mean, and it's not true. Uh, he must go to farm. Okay, it's not. He must go to farm. He also can play golf. He can play football. I mean, yeah. But what is his primary responsibility? To preach, to teach, and to do what? Now, in the same way, if a king in this world does not know his primary responsibility, what will happen? Or if he neglects his primary responsibility, what will happen? That king will regard it as a failure or a disappointment. Praise God. As a kingdom personality, as a disciple, are you a disciple? If you are a disciple, what is your primary responsibility? It is what? To preach, to teach, and to get people healed. So as a kingdom personality, your whole purpose of living is to bear fruit. Fruit. Bear much fruit. God's kingdom is interested in your primary concern. God's kingdom. God's kingdom interest is, should be your primary word, concern. God's kingdom interest should be your primary concern. Every other thing is secondary. Primary, secondary. Primary, secondary. That means the most important thing is this. The second important thing is that. Now, the most important thing for you as a disciple is to bear fruit. And fruit are, is the lives that are blessed, lives that are healed, lives that are saved, lives that are taught the principles of the kingdom. This is your fruit. Just like in this world, the primary, we say that, let's say in Nigeria, they say in our constitution, they say that um, the primary responsibility of government is what? Security of lives and property. That's the first thing. The first most important responsibility of government is what? Protection or security of what? Lives and property. Because if your life is not secure, even if you have a house, will you live in that house? If the road is so fantastic, will you go on that road? No. If your life is not secure, even if there's electricity, will you be around to enjoy the electricity? No. 
So the most important thing about your life is your security. That's why they say that security is the first and the most important responsibility of a government. Does it mean that's the only thing they need to do? No. But that's the most important thing. If a government does not do that, we say that that government is what? A failure or have failed fundamentally. Did you get it now? Praise God. In the same way, if a disciple fails in his responsibility, in his primary responsibility, we can say that that disciple has what? Has what? Failed. We can say that that disciple has failed. May you not fail in your discipleship assignment in Jesus' name. Now, for if it's for a government, it doesn't matter if the government has built roads, you have built bridges, you have built markets, you have built hospitals, you have built airports, you have built schools, and have built all kinds of things. Even, even though these things are good, remember we're not saying these are not good. As long as the security of lives of the people are not protected, all these things amount to nothing. All of these things amount to what? Nothing. For example, if there's crisis tomorrow, will you still go to school? You won't go. But will the road be there? The road will still be there. Will the flyover still be there? The flyover will still be there. So the flyover is as important to you as your life is available to you. So that's why they say security is the most important responsibility of a government. Praise God. Similarly, for you as a Christian, or as a disciple, if the disciple, if the life of the disciple, the life of the disciple, if your life is to acquire goods, acquire money, build houses, own fleet of cars, or chain of businesses, though it is good to own these things, but they are not, and if they are not used primarily for the purpose of preaching, teaching, and making people live healthy, they amount to nothing. This is the way it works. So the lifestyle of a disciple, therefore, is to make kingdom agenda, his own agenda. The central reason, the central focus, is to make kingdom agenda your own agenda. So what is kingdom agenda? Kingdom agenda is summarized in four things. Praise God. Kingdom agenda is summarized in what? Four things. What are they? Number one. Kingdom agenda is summarized in four things. To preach the gospel of the kingdom. To teach people how to live the kingdom lifestyle. To heal the people and show them how to stay healthy. And to serve in the society to maintain peace so that we can continue to preach, to teach, and to heal people till Jesus comes. <laughs> Praise God. Summarize. This is the whole thing while we are here. So, kingdom agenda is summarized in four things. I'd like to repeat it for emphasis so you don't forget it. The kingdom agenda is summarized in four things. One, to preach the gospel of the kingdom, to teach people how to live in the kingdom, to heal people and show them how to stay healthy, and to serve in the society to maintain peace so that we can continue to preach, to teach, and to heal people till Jesus comes. Praise God. Finally, a disciple is what? A lover of people. Praise God. A disciple is what? A lover of people. God loves people. 
God lost what? People. And people in the world. God lost people. That means people in the world. God lost people. It does not mean that he loves them because they are sinners. He loves them even though they are sinners. Praise God. So Jesus said, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If you have love one for another. John chapter 13 verse 35. By this shall all men know that you have loved one that, that you are my disciples if you have loved one for another. A disciple loves the brethren and will always go out of his way to support and to help the brethren. A disciple is the lover of the brethren. He's not in competition with his brother in ministry or whatever. A disciple is a lover of the brethren. A disciple has only one ethnicity. What's ethnicity? A disciple has only one ethnicity. Ethnicity of disciples. We are what? Ethnicity of disciples, or what you might call Christians. We are a people of one origin. A people of one origin. One culture. That's what it means. Ethnicity means a people of one origin, one culture. Praise God. We are a people of one origin and one culture. What is that culture? We are disciples. That's who we are. We are not Igbo. We are not Yoruba. We are not Hausa. We are not Lupe. We are not um, um, Kanuri. We are not Ijo. We are not Tiv. We are not Yoruba. We are simply what? Disciples. Praise God. We are simply what? Anytime they begin to make you be, see yourself as Igbo or Yoruba or Hausa, they are dividing your attention. You must see yourself first as a disciple. Praise God. That's why Jesus said, he said, in Christ, there is no Jew. There is no Gentile. There is no Igbo. There is no Yoruba. There is no Hausa. In Christ, we are one. Praise God. We are what? But what we have done today, in Christ today, we have become Yorubas. We are Igbos. We are outsiders. We are this. We are that. And that is the problem we are having in the body of Christ. We have not seen ourselves first as what? Disciples. One. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Not because you are Igbo. Not because you are Hausa. Not because you are Yoruba. But because you are my disciples. How do you do that? By the love you show towards one another. That's why he say disciples are lovers of people. Praise God. A disciple is a lover of people, people in the world, irrespective of their ethnicity, that is their, um, their race or their religion. So you love them because God loves them. You might hate what they do, but you can you still love them because God loves them. Praise God. You, hate, you might hate what they do, but you love them because God loves them. And so, for you... But for you to love the way God loves, you need what? Two things. You need divine wisdom and you need knowledge. Praise God. To love the brethren and to love the people in the world, you need what? Knowledge and wisdom. And there's a way to love the brethren and there's a way to love the people in the world. It is the wisdom of God established in the word of God that will guide you how to love the brethren. The Bible says, do good unto all. 
but more especially to those who are members of the household of faith. That means those who are your fellow disciples. Do good to everybody, but more importantly, to those who are members of your disciples, who are your fellow disciples. He didn't say do good to only those who are disciples and um, um, uh, how do I put it? And then um, um, remove other people. Don't do good to other people. Hate other people. Just eliminate them. Do as bad as you can do to know. Our gospel says do good to all men. Do good to everyone. But more especially to those who are members of your household. But the other people say do good to those who are our members and do as little as possible to those who are not of your faith. That's the difference. So Christianity is a faith of that accommodates everybody, that loves everyone. Because the Bible says, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have what? Everlasting life. The way our father loves, that's the way we love. We love everybody. Even though everyone does not love us, we still try our best to be nice to them, to be good to them, because that's the way God is. The same God that allows the rain to fall on the earth, both on those who are wicked and those who are not wicked. He allows the sun to shine on everybody, both those who are wicked and those who are not wicked. And he allows the wicked to keep moving, hoping that they will repent. The same way we also do. We are good to people, whether they hate us or they don't they, they like us. We are still nice to them. We keep praying for them. We keep trusting God for them because that's the way our God operates. So you can only give what you have. Those who don't have the kind of God that we have, they hate you and they are willing to kill you and they are willing to destroy you. You will not do like them. May the Lord give you wisdom as you begin to love, as you begin to serve society, making sure there is peace in the society and that the will of God is established. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, I am more than a Christian. I am a disciple. I'm a kingdom personality. As you have spoken, so you are in Jesus' mighty name.